Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. And here we are. Now, I have to be honest and say I haven't got the hugest amount of hope that this podcast you will listen to (laughs) because I am now on my 13th, unlucky for some, attempt to record this and there have been various tech problems, interruption problems, uh, problems with me and things that I'm saying and I don't like it, um, all culminating in this taking um, two weeks to record and uh, lots of different frustrations. So I'm recording this, I'm having another go and we'll see if this one is the one that hits your earbuds or if I have to keep continuing. But uh, isn't that fascinating? It's been, this one in particular has been a real evolution. I started with what I thought I wanted to talk about, then I didn't like some of it, the way I was phrasing some of it, then the tech work didn't work, and then the microphone wouldn't work, then my computer had an update, it's just taken a week to settle down, and it's just been one thing after another, so always interesting. So I wanted to start today by thanking you all uh, for the um, just mind-blowingly incredible response to my last podcast so it's fascinating how these things work I nearly didn't publish it 
because after I recorded it, I just thought, what a load of old self-indulgent twaddle. Uh, no one's going to be interested in this. Nobody's going to want to listen. And wouldn't you know it, this is the podcast that has had the most messages and the most emails about it, more in fact than all of the other podcasts I've done combined. So thank you. Thank you for your messages of support um, and letting me know that I did the right thing. It's such a weird thing recording a podcast, just chatting away to yourself in a room and having to deal with what you feel like your heart wants to say versus your head and your ego telling you that you're boring, that it's it's not of value and it's just fascinating. And uh, yeah, but here we are. So I just wanted to say quickly, there's many of you that have uh, emailed. I've responded to some of you, um, but I just wanted to give a shout out to Carl, Carol, Maika and Charlotte, who have all messaged me. Um, and I still haven't got back to you. I think there's more of you since then, but they're the ones that have been waiting the longest for a response. And I also just wanted to say hi to Juan of NYC, who has been sharing my podcast um, on his Instagram uh, loads and even gave me a mention in his own podcast, Third Eye Sight, uh, this week, which was really very special. So thank you for all your support, Juan. And while we're on that subject of support, I have just nearly reached 11,000 downloads. I'm just on the brink of it. That is just mind blowing to me. When I started this podcast, I, in real truthful honesty, I didn't think anyone would listen. I thought it would be more like a, a sort of online diary for me to record my thoughts and feelings. And it's just blows my mind that there's been that many listens. So thank you all, especially those of you that have taken time to um, review it and share it because that is the thing that makes the biggest difference for getting it out there and getting it seen by people. So thank you. Thank you all so much. Right. So I'm going to try this one a little bit differently to the ones previously and see if this gets the A-OK from the spirit world to go out there and meet your ears. So um, we know, obviously, spiritual slaps, you know um, all about those if you've listened to this podcast before, those uh, messages to let you know that you're not doing the right thing. And, you know, sometimes they are just like a slap. They come out of nowhere and they blooming well hurt. And I just wanted to share with you all because it is really funny in hindsight, although it wasn't funny at the time. But, um, you know, a couple of months ago now, maybe six weeks, uh, when I was really indoctrinated in the idea that I needed to do a membership program and really pushing that dialogue and trying to manifest it and working on that. Um, I went for a walk with my dog and I wasn't paying attention and I managed to walk through a wasp's nest on the ground and I had um, a ridiculous number of stings all up my legs 
I had wasps in my hair. It was like a scene from Candyman, although I am aware they are bees in Candyman, but you, you get the gist. Um, in fact, I've got scars on my legs from um, all the stings that I had. It was very horrendous. But isn't that funny? When I look back, there was there was a split in the path and I could have gone either way. And I chose the way I went and I got stung. And isn't that such a really clear sign from the spirit world that I was choosing the wrong path? But at the time, just thought it was a bit painful and poor me and I should have paid more attention. So I just wanted to share that with you because it just keeps making me chuckle when I think what it must be like for the spirit world trying to communicate with me. And I'm a medium. I do this for a living. But just trying to, we'll give her a really big sign, we'll give her 27 wasp stings and wasps in her hair. <laughs> and that will show her, and there's me going, oh, well, that was a bit sad, uh, but I won't let it ruin my vibe and trying to carry on with it and not really um, thinking about what that meant. So that's just something I wanted to share with you because I know I've said this before, but Really, it's so important to understand that you are not the only one who's missing signs and you are not the only one who only gets these things in hindsight and then says, oh, now it all makes sense. Before I was a medium, I used to have a cooking business called Home Cooked by Hannah and um, I was working just ridiculous hours, really um, pushing into that sort of hustle mentality i've got to push through it duncan ballantyne worked really hard that's how he became a millionaire and I, you know the money stuff with me is uh, deep-seated and a long-term thing i'm trying to undo here anyway um and i had a period of time where it's so clear now that the spirit world were trying to get me to stop doing that job but it <laughs> When you look back, you don't understand how you couldn't see it, but when you're in it, you just can't see it. And I had a freezer break that defrosted a thousand pounds worth of stock. I got locked in a house with a crazy lady who had ordered 12 cakes and wouldn't let me out and wouldn't pay for them. That was fun. And wouldn't you know what I'd forgotten my phone that day? <laughs> I thought I was going to be forever trapped in someone's crazy house, but I did manage to get out in the end. Um, I had a farm shop tell me that I hadn't delivered what I had delivered to them and refused to pay. I had an oven break. And at the time, I mean, I can remember just crying over each one of these things and so exhausted and so fed up. And when I look back, I think, God, they were just trying to get me to realise there was an easier way. But when I was in it, you know, just more challenges, more hurdles for me to leap. And it's always that balance, isn't it, between not letting the stuff get you down, not being held back by the crap, not, you know, keeping that focus and keeping that determination. I honestly don't believe that anything just falls into anybody's lap. I keep hearing this term at the moment that seems to be on trend, which is inspired action, but it's very true. You know, the spirit world will not work with you. You will have heard me say before, it's not like ordering a pizza. You don't just put in your request and it comes. But equally, sometimes when there's difficulties, they're trying to show you another way. And 
I don't think anybody. Let me know. I, I is there anybody out there who always understands the signs and has never made a mistake and has always followed a divinely lit path by trusting the signs and their instincts. I think most of us are flailing around trying to do our best, trying to work out where we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to be doing and pushing pushing ourselves along, crawling, weeping sometimes, but still moving forward. So uh, I wanted to just talk to you about that wasp nest because it just, it really makes me laugh. You couldn't have got a bigger sign, could you? And uh, yeah, still didn't listen, still took another month for me to actually twig what they wanted me to do. And that's the thing when you're really busy. When you're really, really busy, you don't hear spirit because you're not taking the time to listen. Because when spirit talks to you, it's the same voice that is your voice in your head and you have to be able to still and quieten the mind not completely but enough to be able to listen enough to be able to feel how you really feel not how you think you feel and we've continued with the spiritual slaps here just to really make sure that I'm really dealing with my money issues which is just bloody marvellous. So at the point of recording this, it's mid-November and uh, Christmas is looming and we've got lots of stuff going on and uh, it's been such a funny, funny time. So uh, I've had some people pull out of different courses, the retreat in January and stuff like that. Uh, so it was triggered, triggered, triggered. Uh, then I've had... Um, we were going to have our loft boarded and the guys came out to have a look at it and told us that our loft, our roof has failed. So we've got to get an entire new roof, a whole new roof. So there's lots of sort of monetary trigger stuff coming in here. These slaps just to make me surrender and trust and know that it's going to be okay and I know that nothing's going to happen with me I, I don't think I'm going to get clarity on this void for quite some time yet and so I've just got to sit and try not to panic and try and relax but on the flip side wow what a different experience I'm having with my life now so it's always interesting. I think, you know, for most of us mediums, as I said on a previous podcast, this is a calling and it has to be a calling. And it has to be a calling because being a medium is hard. It is, uh, you know, that bit of yourself, if you're a medium or a light worker, you will always have been more sensitive uh, then people around you, you will always have um, taken things to heart, tried harder, tried to be kind, you know, and had that squashed. It's a difficult space to be in this world of negative energy, to be hope, to be light, to be love. And we feel it. We feel that we don't fit in. And we feel that people don't understand us or appreciate us. So we're always slightly, I would say, more vulnerable. And uh, that vulnerability is 
also what makes us a medium. So you can't have one without the other. I remember going, um, funny enough, it was to Disneyland when my children, with my children and my husband. And I'd never been, I'd always wanted to go. And I went as an adult in my 30s for the first time and we watched the parade and I cried. And I'm not a pretty crier. God, I wish I could cry like people in films, but it's it's not appealing and it's very red. And uh, yeah, the, the red nose will remain for hours following the tick crying. So that's always super marvelous. Um, so it's a really unattractive thing. And I remember being watching the parade and crying and my husband going, oh, God, here she goes again. And me asking the spirit world afterwards to just be less sensitive. Can't I just be? I don't want to cry at the adverts in the cinema before the film has even started. I equally don't want to leave the cinema at the end and walk out into the foyer with with a nose that looks like I've. I'm either a drunk or I've just been punched in the end of it. And I, I, yeah, anyway, it's embarrassing being a weeper, crying at music, crying at music. You could be somewhere and some piece of musical play and you'll start filling up and you just can't control it. Um, there's all sorts of different ways that this sensitivity is not a plus. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I asked them to take it away and they said well we can but it will affect your work and i said okay then i'll keep it and i've i've always remembered that that desire to just be free from the feelings the emotions it's a i don't know if you've seen that gif i'm a glass case of emotion uh, with will ferrell in but that's how i feel nearly all the time <laughs> That's in my most used gifts. So anyway, <clears throat> I think it has to have a bit of a calling to be a medium because you take that part of you that's vulnerable and that you're embarrassed of because it's always on display and it's not received well. And you have to share that, that vulnerability, that soft and squishy bit with you. You can't have a shell. If you want to be a good medium, you can't have a shell, you can't be hard, you can't be covered up, you have to be vulnerable and soft. And you have to take that soft bit, that bit that should be protected, and you have to hand it to complete strangers for them to squash as they wish. And most of the time people appreciate it, but every now and again you get somebody who doesn't, and that's hard. And it's hard. So it has to it has to be a calling, I think, if you want to, to do this properly, because it is like facing up to all your own doubts and fears about yourself repeatedly and doing it with an audience, whether that audience is an audience of one or a room of 50 people watching a demonstration. That's tough. So. I've lost the plot now. I'm not sure why I was talking about this, but you have to have that. You have to have that. And the trouble is, if you've got a a work ethic like I've got, the two are quite damaging together. Um, and that's what I've really learned here is that my desire to work for the spirit world has damaged my life 
and now I'm trying to put my life back together and find the balance. And uh, the only way that they're really letting me do that is to go essentially a little bit cold turkey, not fully, uh, but a little bit cold turkey with my work so that I can find it. And you know what, guys? I'm this. <clears throat> it's making a difference. So uh, I do a volunteering job. Some of you will know this. I work for Girl Guiding. I have a rainbow unit. So that's the girls that are aged five to seven. And um, I have to say last night was probably one of the best sessions we've ever had. And it was so much fun. And it was just so enjoyable and I loved it. And, you know, I do count that as part of my light work. That is to me is as important as the readings that I do. And the reason why it was so enjoyable and so fun was I hadn't arrived there broken at the point of exhaustion, unable to function. And I wasn't going back after it had finished after you've got 20 girls running around screaming, doing all sorts of crazy stuff. I wasn't then going back to work. I was going back to have the rest of the evening off. And that is unusual for me. And that felt like a gift, but actually that should be the standard of how my life is. So I am learning lots within the pain of letting go and the pain of wanting to know who I am and what it's for. And I had the absolute mind-blowing pleasure of attending um, Lynn Parker, the, the tutor I was talking about last time, her ordination as a minister for spiritualism, the SNU uh, on Saturday. And it was just, I had to keep turning my camera off because I couldn't, there's the crying again, because I couldn't stop ugly crying. Um, but what a wonderful thing to be a part of, what a wonderful thing to see, to watch that amazing human being be honoured for her hard work and the love and dedication that she has shown to people around her on their spiritual journeys people were standing up and talking about how amazing she was people were writing because we were on zoom uh, people were writing in the zoom room about how amazing she ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yes, and it, 
oh God, it was just the love and the joy and the wonder of it all. It was just such an amazing thing to be part of. And that to me felt like a spiritual clap, which has just come in with me, claps. So these are the opposite of slaps, but they still serve a similar purpose. I've got my own lingo going now. So spiritual claps are letting you know you're doing the right thing in a positive way. And being a part of that service and hearing the words spoken and the understanding of the undertaking that Lynn has gone to through in order to be of service to fellow man and the spirit world was just incredibly mind-blowing. It was amazing um, and very, very powerful and very, very moving. And I felt really lucky to be a part of that. So that felt like a real clap to me. Um, yeah, and I've also had a really funny, it's funny how the universe works, isn't it? So um, I had a really funny message sent to me, I think it was last week, and it actually made me laugh out loud because you can't beat the timing of these things. And it was a real, so it was sent to my personal Facebook messenger. And it said, you know, hello, glad to come across you. Now, this is a friend of um, another person that I'm friends with on Facebook. Um, I'm pleased to meet you. Let me tell you about my spiritual entrepreneurs group. And this will take you from where you are to certified to six figures. I'm not sure who's certifying it. It was a very weird message. But the energy of it was just horrendous. It was a really, really long message, really big sales pitch. And um, it just sounded like and feels like a pyramid scheme. And, you know, you charge your clients to coach you. I'll coach you and I'll charge you for that. And this money will just keep filtering up. And I just, there was nothing in it about doing a good job. There was nothing in it about being of service to the spirit world or to people. It was all about money and how many figures you can get and how you can get more funnel and business. And and it was just, I was so grateful to receive it because it just really helped me to go, this is really not in alignment with who I am. I don't want to be this person. I don't want to sell to you. I'm happy to put out there what I'm offering, but I don't want to ram it down your throat. I don't want to activate your need button. I want to trust that the universe will bring you to me if you're supposed to be working with me. And if you're not, then you're not. I don't want to force it on you. And it was really funny because the last sentence in this message was, I'm interested to find out why the universe has crossed our paths. Now, let's be honest, the universe has crossed our paths because you've gone through your friend's friends list to look for possible sales targets for people you can sell to. But on the flip side of that, um, maybe the universe did put us in alignment, but actually it's not so I can take part in your sales building spiritual entrepreneur school. It's so I can realise that that really, absolutely and completely is not where I want to be. I don't want to be doing funnels. 
I don't want to be engaging. I mean, anyone who's got a business who's on Instagram or Facebook now, I mean, it's just so many things you're supposed to post a day and you're supposed to make sure that people comment and you're supposed to comment back to all the comments. And, and I understand that all the algorithm is, you know, they're trying to earn their money. Of course they are. But I just don't think that that works with spirit. There's got to be a balance. And that's what I'm trying to find. But who knows, I might change my mind in two months when no one sees any of my posts and I'm lonely. But I really, yeah, it's fascinating. So that felt like a bit of a clap to me, maybe a slap. I think it was a clap just to show me that that's where I could have gone. But actually, I didn't go there. And that is something to be celebrated because in all the time of having my membership program, I never once inboxed anybody to sell it to them never once so yeah it's good still learning still trying to let go still trying to surrender still trying to allow still trying to trust and I don't like it but I'm doing it and I am noticing the benefits so that is a bonus um you know I really really miss my members the people that I so on quite a regular basis but I also have to accept that in some ways I was holding them back because they weren't moving forward because they were waiting for me and you have to learn with uh, all mediumship to be a self-starter and it's funny because uh, some of the girls that were learning with me I, I know have been getting together to practice and that's just brilliant that's exactly what I want um, is people to organize it for themselves so marvelous this is good so there's one last thing that i just wanted to finish talking about today now apologies if you are the person that emailed this to me because you emailed it to me so long ago and i can't even find your email now to be able to respond to you by name but we were talking uh, in one of my previous podcasts about how the spirit world control who comes in in a reading scenario and they sent me a message a lovely message and they just said essentially i bet if you ask and you try you can control who comes in from the spirit world but my question to that is should we control who comes in from the spirit world now I'm going to talk, and this is not aimed at you, email writer. This is just generic stuff that I've been picking up. Um, basically what happens with this podcast and with my spiritual journey is there'll be something, in this case it was your email, that will get me thinking. And then as I'm thinking about it and processing it, the spirit world will bring me lots of information and guidance in different ways in different spaces so that I can clarify what I feel about it. This is why I love doing this podcast because I love getting emails. I love questions. I love working out where I stand with things and what I think. And you know, you should all know this. I hope you know this, but this is what I think today. And I am on a journey just as you are. And what I think today may not be what I think this time next year. Full disclosure, we're all learning, we're all growing. Anyway, so um, should we? Should we try and control who comes in from the spirit world? And there's reasons why I'm not sure that we should. 
Now, let me start by saying if you've had a one-on-one -on -one reading with me, you know that uh, for the first spirit that comes in, I normally try and do at least two spirit links. The first spirit that comes in, I like to surrender to the spirit world. For the second spirit link that comes in, you can ask if you haven't heard from who you want to hear from. Now, it doesn't always work like that. Sometimes somebody just wants to hear from one person and we spend the whole time, that's a whole half an hour, with that one spirit. So nothing is ever set in stone. But I think there's a lot going on here that we don't comprehend, understand, know about. It's incredibly complex. So I have found that sometimes in my readings, you will get somebody that steps forward who perhaps doesn't pull on the heart in the same way or doesn't, isn't the one that they really want to hear from, let's put it that way. But the person they want to hear from is there and waiting. It's just that the energy of the space needs to be prepared. Now, let's talk about that. When I teach mediumship, I say to my students, I want you to think of it like a triangle. And at the top of the triangle, you have the spirit world. Then the bottom two points, the bottom two corners of the triangle are the me, the medium, and the sitter, the person, the recipient, the person the spirit is connecting with. And that's the same whether you're doing audience demonstrations or um, doing one-on-one -on -one readings. Now, your job as the medium is to bring all three of those corners together. Now, the spirit world are here. They just come. We don't have to lasso them in from heaven. They are around us all the time. You just say, are you there? And they say, yes. Um, but the other two corners, you know, you have to bring yourself and you have to get yourself into the right space. And then the sitter, you have to bring them in. And there's lots of different ways of doing that. Sometimes it's about having a little chat with the sitter. Sometimes you, the spirit world know that that sitter is tightly wound and they want to hear from their mum, but it will actually help them settle into the energy of the reading if their grandmother comes in first. So that's one of the reasons why I don't think we should control who comes through. Um, for, certainly for the first one, I think for the second one, you know, we have to understand that we're doing a job and we're being paid by somebody and we have to try and endeavour to do what they want. Um, but generally speaking, I think it's just respectful to the all-knowing power and wisdom of the spirit world to understand that they know who should come in. I don't feel like the spirit world, there's a lot of patronisation of the spirit world out there. And there's a lot of sort of, I, I need to direct them, I need to control them. But I believe that us humans are way down in the uh, consciousness pecking order. And it's almost, um, it's almost like being manipulated by some low vibrational energy. You know, why do we feel like we need to instruct them? Are they there going... Oh, I really want to come in, but I can't come in and work with my daughter who really wants to hear from me because the medium has not told me that I can. It just doesn't seem like spirit to me that just we're dealing with an intelligence, a really intelligent, wise force. They know more than we do. So why do we feel like we need to instruct them um, so that there's that there? Um, the other thing is. 
we are in service, aren't we? We're in service, as I've been talking about quite a lot today, to um, the spirit world as well as the sitter. So sometimes when I'm doing a reading, we are actually um, working for the spirit world. So sometimes there are people that have done wrong in life who need to come in and apologize to somebody. Now, I will never force a spirit onto anybody. In fact, I did a reading for somebody last week where uh, their parents came in and they said, I don't want to hear from them. I don't want to talk to them. And that's fine. I will never say, no, you have to. That's the spirit that's here. I will never do that. But I had to give them the choice because I knew their parents were in spirit and I knew that their parents wanted to apologize. I knew that their parents had had issues with drink while they were here and that had impacted their behavior. And I knew that they wanted to say sorry. Now it's absolutely fine that that sitter didn't wanna hear from them, but it's also part of my work to work for the spirit world and sometimes it's part of the healing of the spirit on the other side that they are given the chance to apologize. And who am I to not allow that to take place? So it's always interesting how it all works. So yeah, at the moment, touch wood, I'm at 100% success rate touch wood I'm always uh, I never like to say those things because as soon as you get too cocky the spirit world will come and take it away um, but I know that I can call in generally speaking who people want in fact I did a demonstration on Friday that was blumming hilarious so half the people didn't turn up so I had a really reduced audience size and then it was just so funny there was um, three people that came together um, a mum and two daughters. Now, technically speaking, they didn't get more spirits than everybody else because there was three of them. So the fact that they got five spirit links or something, it, it's not that ridiculous because there was three of them. So it was only three, if you know what I mean. So it was only two extra. But every time I tried to work with somebody else or some uh, another spirit, every single time, they would go, oh, God, you're with us again. This is so embarrassing. And I would start with somebody's grandparent and then it would somehow switcheroo and somebody else would be coming in from the, the, that three's uh, loved ones in spirit. And because there was only um, seven people there, it was teeny, that demonstration, it, I was determined and I dug my heels in and I said, right, we're going to we're going to see who has not had a message who do you want to hear from? And we went around and did it like that to get that control in. And that's not something that I would normally do. I mean, it's very different, isn't it? If you've got an audience of 50 and 35 people don't get a message, that's kind of expected when you go to a demonstration. But when there's seven people and five links have gone to three of them, you have to kind of do something. Uh, so I was very determined and I was able to bring in uh, somebody for everybody, but I would never be so bold as to say that will work every time. 
And I may have mentioned this on this podcast before, but one of the stories that always sticks with me is somebody who used to come and sit in one of my groups whose husband was in the spirit world. And you know what? She was one of the most patient, open and willing people I've ever worked with. And she sat in that group for two years waiting to hear from her husband and she got work colleagues through, she got her uncle through, she got grandparents through, but never her husband. And after a couple of years, she contacted me and said, I've had a dream about my husband. And he was in a room and he said, I've been waiting for you. And I said, why haven't you come through? Why don't you come through? And he said, I was waiting for you to tell me you're ready. Are you ready? And she said, yes. And then the following week in our practice group, her husband came through one of the other students straight away. And it was just such a wonderful reminder from the spirit world when I spoke to my guides about it, that she wasn't ready. And it would have damaged her healing. It would have um, set her back. She wasn't ready to hear from him. And she had to her soul had to decide when she was ready. And once her soul had decided, not her brain, her soul, then her husband came straight in. And so sometimes the spirit world know that we can't hear from the people we think we want to hear from because it would be too painful and too upsetting and it would actually be damaging. Doesn't mean they're not with you. It just means you're not ready to hear from them. And we have to trust. And if we can't trust in that, how can we trust in anything else? We have to trust that they know what they're doing because they do. So, yeah, let me know your thoughts on this. And, you know, if you disagree, drop me a message. I love it. I'm, you know, you're allowed to disagree with me. You don't have to think that I'm, I'm not here preaching to you. This is not the Bible. You don't have to abide by these rules. Find what resonates and take it find what doesn't and sit with it and if you need to discard it but you know do let me know your thoughts because I love it and I'm so grateful to that lady for messaging because it did really make me think about it and I thought well I do I do ask if they'll the, that person will come in but equally I'm aware that this podcast is listened to by mediums developing mediums I mean we're all developing mediums but you know what I mean and also um people who are just interested in spirituality and it can be a really hard thing when you're learning certainly and still hard for me now as a as a professional still learning but um it can be a really hard thing when someone comes and they only want to hear from who they've decided they want to hear from it can put a lot of pressure on that sitter corner of the triangle when you're trying to get a balance in the energy so that's why I phrase it like that. So uh, we're nearly at 40 minutes, didn't that go quickly? And it looks, fingers crossed, like this one has recorded properly and you will be able to listen. So um, if you've got a chance, please do leave this uh, podcast a review. Um, it really does help the algorithm on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all of that. Um, also on Facebook, we've got the Mediumship Matters page. And uh, please do email me your questions because I do read them and I will get around to answering them all. I promise it just uh, is taking me a bit longer than expected because 
I'm trying not to say it, but what I want to say is I'm on the naughty step. The spirit world have put me on the naughty step and I've got to wait to come off it. <laughs> but there we go. So uh, thank you all for listening and I will catch up with you again soon. Have a lovely day. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.